and made it up or something. And it was like, um, don't look down. Mama's got her boobs out showing everybody in town. <laughs> My face is turning red. We were wishing we were dead. There was people standing all around. <laughs> when Mama gets to drinking, there ain't much thinking. There ain't much else you can do. You just hope and pray there never comes a day when Mama's out drinking with you. <laughs> Relatable. Jelena. Or whatever else there is other than introducing Lego My Echo in the flesh. You got a problem with that? Come out to be more. Come see me. That's right. Come see me. Big, Big trust. trust. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 20 of the Go For Two podcast. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my buddy, my friend, my pal, Lucas, here with me. Lucas, happy holidays, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy holidays to you and to all the all the fans and whatnot, all right? Or if you're not a fan and you're watching this because you like to make fun of us because we're wearing Christmas hats, that's fine, too. I love your my Christmas hat. Counts. You're not hurting my feelings, all right? You ain't hurting my feelings. For anyone that is not listening, this is the Christmas... Or wait, 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 I'm sorry. I messed that up. For anyone that is not watching, this is the Christmas episode, so we have Christmas hats on. Yeah. Mine, of course, little, is a Tennessee Titans one, since this is a sports podcast, but, you know, Jackson... Little little Santa hat mine says, ho, ho, ho. Giggity. Because he is a ho. True. So, anyways. Very true. I'm excited to be here, Lucas. I am. Even though... We're recording this early because it's Christmas, obviously, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the holidays. Let excuse them, me. Let them, yeah, let them know. Let them know when it is and what we we're recording. We're today. literally recording this like midnight Sunday night because because obviously we got we got stuff to do this week because you know holidays and everything. But this is part depression pod. Okay, I know it's Christmas episode. I'm like, I'm I'm happy too. I'm sure I will be happy on this day. However, I just witnessed my Cowboys get absolutely obliterated by the practice squad. Of the Philadelphia Eagles, so I'm not I'm none too happy. Yeah, this is a this is a three part episode. All right, it, some of it's depression, some of it's hope for the future, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. some of it is festive festivities of the festiest variety. You know, I like that description: festivities of the festiest varieties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. God, Lucas. Look, Jackson, I'm having trouble, bro. I don't know which side my hat needs to be going. Dude, my thing keeps popping down and hit me in the face. My little my little yeah, ball here. We won't talk about that, but... Um, it's probably not a good thing to talk about. Anyways, uh, we do have some other stuff we need to talk about, right? Um, we do. Plenty of sports-related stuff. It's been a, it's been a packed Sunday. Uh, but first, we need to... Uh, I think we need to do, you know, celebrate a little Christmas. All right. We're we're yeah yeah yeah. It's 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 the it tis the time of giving. Tis the time for cheer. Yeah, sadly, it's also the time of stress and depression because, <laughs> look, this is what happens at Christmas time. All right, you're either getting a gift for someone you don't want to get a gift for, someone you get a gift for someone and they don't give you something back. You're stressing about all this stuff because you got money problems. You got people wanting gifts and like someone else is going to get you something, so you feel like you have to get them stuff, and it's just. You know, I, I'd rather sit at home and watch football, but <laughs> there is no football games on Christmas Day, sadly. I don't think. Is there? No, there's not. No, there's not. It's on a Wednesday this year, so no. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, since it is Christmas, we got to get into the spirit a little bit. So I will start with you, Mr. Jackson. Oh, yes. What is your favorite Christmas present you have ever received? Anyway, I got a, I got a very special Christmas gift back in 2010. I still use it to this day. Uh, it's my truck. It's my car, man. I've had this thing for going on ten years now. Wait, and is it a truck or a car? It's a truck. But some people are like, they're like, oh hey, call a truck, man. What the hell? And or you just call it. They're like, no, it's just a car. So I don't know. It just depends on what part of the area you're in. I call it a truck because that's what it is. It's a pickup truck. Well, you know, I call my Xbox a PlayStation. I guess if you know, whatever. If you wanna, if people wanna be like that. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway. But that's definitely my favorite gift that I've ever received. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll stay on you. Oh, also, did you know that when I received that, that was the only white Christmas I ever had? Like, it was snowing that day. 
I didn't know it snowed in Texas. It never does. So that's what made it extra special. We've only, I've only ever been a part of one white Christmas that I know of. Well, it does snow in Tennessee every year. And I don't know if I've ever had a white Christmas. Maybe some light flurries in the middle of the night or something. It's going to be like 75 this year. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'll be sun tanning on the, on the back porch, bro. That's what that's what it's going to be. Um, but you obviously have the hot mic right now. After what just happened, so <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta lay it on me. It with you, I gotta keep it with you, J Dog. Mm-hmm. Right? What's up? For anyone, for anyone under the age of like fourteen, just get off the pod now, dogs. All right, get get How, off of it. Yeah, or fast forward like. 10 minutes or something when we're not talking about Christmas anymore. Um, so how did you find out that Santa Claus wasn't real, Mr. Jackson? Okay, this is how I found out. I think it was like nine years old or so. Nine, maybe ten, probably nine. And um, it was actually it's actually kind of a funny story. I was at the doctor's office with my mother, and it was right around Christmas time. I was getting like an annual checkup or something physical. Anyway... <clears throat> Excuse me. She was very upset with my brother. Those of you guys who don't know, I have two brothers and a sister. I'm the oldest. But my, the next youngest brother, Harrison, he was, uh, he was a snooper in his younger days. So he'd like to like, you know, you know, your parents would hide the Christmas gifts around the house, you know, or they would hide it like she used to hide it at her, at her school, at her job, or my dad would hide it at his work if it was anything crazy. But they really started hiding it after this year. So Harrison really wanted to know what he got for Christmas. And he had been asking for, this is how old ago this was, like the original like iPod shuffle. But it was like the the colored ones or whatever it came out for the first time. It was like a burnt orange iPod shuffle. Like, like the size of your thumb? Like, well, no, 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 because that was like a, a different one. It was, I guess it was a, I don't know, was it a shuffle? It was an iPod. But it was like, it was, I don't know, probably yay big or so. For those of you guys oh, I watching, thinking, I was thinking of the one that's like this big. Like yeah, I, I used to have one of those. I used, I used to have one of those whenever I was working out. But this one was like a one you could select, right, I yeah, guess, yeah, which I you can also put on shuffle mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. one of the first generations of iPods. And but it was burnt orange, and that was his like favorite color at the time. He loved burnt orange. And so he snooped around and he found it, and my mom lost it. Jelani got so upset because I was supposed to be his like his Santa gift, you know, and <clears throat> excuse me, she just like went ballistic because Harrison went around and he found it and he got so excited he couldn't contain himself and let her know that he found it. Big mistake. And she was just like, I can't believe you. Part of the fun for me is a surprise, et cetera, et cetera. She was mad at him for like a full month. Anyway, so I was at the doctor's office, and she was venting to me and telling me that this was supposed to be his Santa gift or whatever, and I'm all of nine years old, and I'm like, Santa's not real? Like, <laughs> and then she was like, oh. <laughs> right? Yeah, the, the oh no moment. Uh-huh. So then that was a whole other can of worms, but it's um, fine. That's awesome. See, I was like nine. How, how old were you? So I think I, I found out. So I found out in fifth grade. Okay. So I'm trying to think if that was like 16, 15. I'm counting back from like sophomore year, and then one, two, three. So like I was like 12. Yeah, I feel like that's right around that year, like 10 to 12. Yeah. Like in that area. Yeah, I said 14 earlier because I thought that was a good buffer. Um, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, so I was just at school waiting in line to go outside for a recess. Yeah. Right? And I hear these guys talking about Santa. And one of them's like, you know, you got, you got like, those kids that are like, they're, like, not, he wasn't, he wasn't like part of the bad crowd or whatever, because like, you're 12, like, there ain't a bad crowd, but like, there's the yeah. rocker kids, you know? Yeah. Like, like the ones that are like, over there punching each other in the hallways and stuff. It's for fun. Like, oh we yeah, out. those. We oh yeah, whatever. Like we we went out for recess and like they were wrestling. I was playing kickball. So oh kickball. Yeah. I miss kickball. Game. Yeah, game of the century, bro. All right. For That's sure. Oh. Um, anyways, so I hear them talking over my shoulder, and I just like turn around and start listening, and 
get to talking to them, and they're just like talking about how Santa ain't real and stuff. And I was like, like I had always, I was always kind of like, hmm. Like I had heard my parents in the middle of the night doing stuff before, um, or like, or like I had been, I'd been super late. Yeah. Okay. I'd been, uh, <laughs> I'd been up super late. They thought I was asleep, and I like went to use the bathroom or something, and I like they were still up and it's like two in the morning and I'm just like, yeah. what are you guys doing? You know? Um, but that was when I like truly found out he wasn't real. Yeah. Uh, I let my, I let my parents think that I believed as long as I possibly could keep it up because like they told me I would get less present if I did. Th- that's what they said. Like, all right, you stop believing, you stop receiving. Yeah. That's what we, that's what we got. That's what we got taught. And then, but eventually until my mom spilled the beans when I was nine years old, then she felt um, bad. So, so I asked you your favorite gift. My favorite gift was, we didn't live in the house I live in now. We lived at our old house. I was little. I forget, I forget how big I was. Um, but I got my first four wheeler. Oh, first. nice. And it had like, it hadn't snowed, but I remember our driveway was frozen. Oh, okay. Like it was frozen over. Like it had iced over. Yeah. And so. uh my first memory of getting to ride that was on that ice in our driveway and I just remember like my parents standing there laughing and also probably scared out of their mind because I was just doing donuts on the ice. <laughs> How and old were you? Awesome. I was little. This was a little full weather. I was like like second grade. Oh wow, so you grade. were young, yeah. Yeah, I, so I started She like seven. Young. Yeah, like I, I got I got a, a dirt bike and a four wheeler. Like by the time I was seven, I probably had both. Wow. Small ones, of course, you know. Well, yeah, yeah little minis. Yeah. But you're just doing yeah, donuts out in the driveway, and it's all yeah. iced over. Yeah, and I I, <clears throat> I thought it was awesome. I didn't have a racing four wheeler or anything, but it had a little flag. Of course. Flag <laughs> off the back, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thought, thought I was thought I was the best thing ever, so I was doing that and. Um, it was a great time. Great time. That sounds awesome. I dude, I bet little Lucas was fun. Like little I bet Lucas. if we hung out like in school, like we would have a good time. Thousand thousand percent little Lucas. Little Lucas was fun. He also got caught cheating on his second grade spelling test. So <gasps> Lucas. Yep, yep. You? I, was, I was thinking I was thinking of second grade and I was like, what else happened in second grade? I was I such really a stickler in school, dude. Like well, such, was, like it was just that one year. Wait, yeah. What do you mean? Like, like you were like super like, stiff at school and stuff. I was, I was super like strict about like my my own studies and stuff. Like I didn't let anybody cheat off me or cheat on anyone. It was like high school, bro. Like I was a sophomore in high school, and then I let my buddy for the first time like copy my homework. I was a smart kid. So I know it's hard I to never, believe. I but, never liked that stuff. Um, I never liked it either, but. And the reason the reason I never I never liked it was because I felt like I felt like other people were you know like other people are getting a benefit from like the work and stuff that you put in so I never I never thought that stuff was cool I was pretty anti, anti <coughs> that stuff now I was okay with like I only like, let I my uh, I didn't do my homework like copy some homework or something but I really didn't like uh, cheating on tests and like I don't think I ever cheat on a test. I definitely didn't. I know I, I let some people copy my homework before. I didn't like it, but it was like my only my inner inner circle. So like my best friend, oh, I limited it. Really, I limited it to like one friends. person, two people yeah, when, max. When you're cool with some pals, um. But anyway, I'm trying to. You got any? You got any good Christmas stories? Any, any, any good Christmas any, stories? Quick ones, any quick ones? Because we need to move on. Okay, so my brother, well, he used to be a daredevil. I swear. Okay. Little Carter, okay. Carter. He was like six years old at this time, and we used to bring out this huge wooden ladder. It's probably like twenty foot. It's actually still in, uh, still in my parents' garage, but we would bring it out every year because we would hang lights up and be go around the house and hang up different decorations like wreaths and stuff, you know. But Carter would take this opportunity and get to the top of the ladder, right? All of six years old, okay, little bones and everything, okay, and he would just jump off the top of the twenty foot ladder. 
and he would make like a little small like cushion area, right? Like a small little pallet of like a blanket and a couple different pillows. And he thought it was, he, he was a bee's knees, bro. That that was his favorite thing to do was jump off the the uh, the top of the ladder, and he would like test himself every year he would go up a little bit further like he'd go four steps up you know first grade second grade he's pushing it up to six steps right Ooh. third grade he's going all the way to the tippity top right like he's just yeah, like he he would just increase it every year and then i don't know after like the first year my parents were like okay yeah that's fine i mean you know don't die you'll be good <laughs> you'll be all right mm-hmm. that's right little carter that's it. So, one of my things is, I remember. I remember <coughs> the year that it did snow for Christmas. Yeah. I got to go hunting, and I thought that was the coolest thing. Until I got out there. Do you know how cold it is? When well, it for it to snow, it's, it's got to be below thirty-two degrees. I know that much. And, but then, like, like it's not just. So it's it's like. 18 degrees right this Ooh. and it's not just that it's cold it's different when you go you go hunting and it's 18 degrees or whatever compared to you go hunting it's 18 degrees and it's snow number one nothing will burn your eyeballs out of your face like looking at a white field all right oh yeah <laughs> the sun reflecting off of that and then it's just like like it just feels colder like it feels colder well yeah because you're like you're getting you're becoming a little more wet like as snow. time passes in the snow right. and you're crunching and it's like slushy and you like your feet get wet. Oh yeah. Do you, uh, do you like snow football games? I love snow football games. I actually used to play like the one time it did like it snowed one time and while I was in high school and we were, it was like a blizzard. It was not a blizzard. It was Texas version of a blizzard. Really. There was like two inches of snow, an inch of ice and everybody thought the world was ending, but I met up with my buddies and we played football in like the ice and snow or whatever. We're like, oh, this is so cool. And then you get hit and then you face plant into the snow and the ice and then you find out it hurts a little bit more. And the balls, like the ball, like catch the ball is different and it was fun, but I went home so bruised. We used to, I used to always go sledding when it snowed. You have, you didn't get to experience that, did you? I did it once. Yeah. Once. Like, I was. We went on like this old older highway, which is more developed now. This is like ten, twelve years ago, probably ten years ago, and we just went up there to the top of the hill because like they were building like a bunch of like it was it was filled to the top with dirt because they were kind of moving stuff around the highway, and we took like I don't even know what we used for sleds. Anyway, but we went up there and we slid down there for like one afternoon when it was snowing. I went and met some friends up there. That was so much fun. We used to just slide down like hills and yeah. on a farm or something, or find a find a back road out in the middle of nowhere. It's got a hill, slide down it. Um, so yeah, I ran into a bunch of ditches. Ooh, yeah, hard to steer on the ice. I'm yeah, it is a little hard to steer on that. Um, but I freaked anyways, out. Yeah, I freaked out the first time I drove in ice. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, it's freaking. Um, so next up, uh, I was thinking we talk about like college football playoffs. Oh like yeah! This week, the the big yes. boys are playing this week. Um, so I just want to go over our predictions and stuff. Gonna be some good I, games. I don't I don't understand Jackson. All year, everyone has talked crap about Clemson, and now all of a sudden it's like, Yo, Clemson back to back world champs. What's up, dog? Like, <laughs> yeah, everybody. What's up then? Now they're playing for real. Um, it's it was kind of hard with Clemson because like, I mean, who is the toughest person on their schedule? A and M. I guess yeah. Yeah. So they just haven't really played anybody. So it's kind of hard to tell if they're, are they that good or. Yeah. And this, and this will be the true test and I think it'll be good. Yeah. So, uh, him, him, him. For anyone that doesn't know the games is uh, Oklahoma will play LSU. Yes. And Clemson is going to play <coughs> Ohio State. So I think uh, LSU is going to beat Oklahoma. Uh, I don't think it's going to be. There's a lot of people saying Oklahoma doesn't have a chance. I think any team has a chance in for sure. this Final Four deal here. Um, and then I think, you know, I'm going to stick with my earlier prediction that I made weeks ago when I said that Oklahoma <coughs> would make it because I'm a genius. 
right? Um, it's scary. You're a dang prophet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Oklahoma made it. I think LSU and Ohio State are both going to win their respective matches. Yeah. I think we're going to an LSU-Ohio State matchup in the end, and I think LSU will win it. Um, I've decided. I think LSU will win it, although Ohio State could. I would like to see Ohio State win, probably. That would be an in- incredible game. But at the same time, I love the I love the LSU <coughs> coach O coming in, and then Burrow getting a chance. Right, he gave yeah. Burrow a shot after Ohio State, you know, like turned him away, and it made sense why they turned him away. I don't think they like mistreated him or anything. But uh, right, I definitely like the story and stuff. So, little revenge, little revenge for the Heisman. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm on the same line of thinking with you. I, you, you know, we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I think LSU beats Oklahoma. I don't think it's a blowout by any means. Um, but I'm going to go with Joe Burrow on this one. Uh, and as far as Clemson, Ohio State, <coughs> excuse me, we talked about Ohio State kind of having that switch. And I think Ohio State having to battle through a little more adversity than Clemson this year is going to benefit them. Although although Clemson has, you know, they've won however many straight games in a row. They haven't been beaten yet. Have they really had a true test? No, outside of A&M. But, I mean, even so, could Clemson surprise? Absolutely. They deserve to be there because they're the undefeated defending champs. But I just feel like Ohio State just, I feel like they're loaded across the board. And they have so many potential NFL players on that team. So I'm going to go with Ohio State and LSU as well. <clears throat> That's going to be a credible game. I'm not sure. I'm not confident to say who's going to win that game yet. I just know we will be incredibly lucky to get that game. And I feel like that will be one of the most watched like national championships in a while. Because it's not Clemson, Alabama, or Alabama, right, right. Ohio you're, State you're anymore. Probably, you're, getting, you're getting some other get schools. That some variety. Right. Yeah, they have big follows following still, but they're not. Not everyone's not hopping on the Alabama bandwagon every year. Right, it's something different, which or and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and that's that's something that I love about the NFL compared to college is that. <coughs> yes, the Patriots have dominated. Yes, like um, with Brady when it comes to the Super Bowl, but also like you feel like there's a chance, like there's. Any there's given variety. Sunday, man. Yeah, there's there's way more variety. I remember, yeah, like, and you just never know. Like, I saw the 14-2 2006 San Diego Chargers at the time. LT setting the single-season record for rushing touchdowns. Lose to a, um, gosh, I think it was, was in, I think it was a Baltimore team that had made the wild card. Like, just stuff like that. Like, just out of nowhere. I've seen, um... A uh, Peyton Manning high octane fourteen and two, leading the league in MVP, leading the league in touchdowns and yardage, and Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne on the same team lose to a a random Charger team, right at the very end. Like it's, I you, you've seen so many crazy things. You think like, oh, the Ravens are an automatic lock for the Super Bowl this year. No, um, no, they're not. You I never would know. Say something. Something that uh, I believe is part of Peyton's legacy, mm-hmm. as great as he is, there's a little bit of being great all the way until the end and then kind of choking. There's a little bit of that in there. Yeah, he was Having, always a really good regular season quarterback, and that's what everybody kept saying until he won the big one in 2006 against the Bears. But, <coughs> excuse me. Even, it even happened in college. Like, yeah, like there, there are some people that accuse him of like, like throwing, like you know, throwing, throwing away their chances, like because he just couldn't believe or saving or saving himself for the draft and all kinds of stuff. So, um, but yeah, so since we are talking about the playoffs here, we're talking about NFL stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We got we to update on the playoffs a little. So yeah, uh, let's start with the NFC side. Yeah, a lot's been decided. The NFC playoff teams have pretty much all been decided, and we'll get to my team here in a minute. Um, so right now, the teams that are in a lock are—I'll um, read this guy. I'll read this for you here. But um, yeah, so far we have. Oh, good lord! Pull it up. 
<laughs> yeah, Jesus. My Lord Jackson. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Usually it lets me see the standings here. But it's not okay. I'll do it off the top of the dome. Okay, so we got the four. We got the 49ers. They're locked in. We have the Seattle Seahawks. We have the Green Bay Packers. The Minnesota Vikings. We also have the New Orleans Saints. And then, so those are all locked in teams. One and two seed are going to be determined pretty much next week. The I know the Saints can't get lower than a three. It's either going to be the Saints or the Seahawks at one. Um, Packers could possibly be two, depending if they beat Minnesota tomorrow night. And again, we're recording the Sunday night. But the four spot is yet to be decided. Sadly, my Dallas Cowboys lost to the Philadelphia Eagles, which means it's either it's probably going to be the Eagles representing the NFC East, as much as nope. it pains me to say, nope. in the playoffs. Eight, eight and eight win in the division, Jackson. It's going to be crazy. So the only way the Cowboys get in, we need two things to happen. One, we have to beat the Washington Redskins. If we don't beat the Washington, I'm going to lose my, I'm going to lose myself. We got to beat Washington. Number two, the Giants have to beat Philly, and that's a little bit of a tall order, and it's by no means a guarantee. So we need those two things to happen for the Cowboys to get in the playoffs, and then we would be in the, the four seed. So that's the way the, and the NFC is looking a little weird right now. It, the Seahawks and the Niners play next week in Seattle, Sunday Night Football. Um, actually coming up for you guys. Um, and that's going to determine not only the NFC West champions, but also the number one and number five seed. So whoever's, whoever wins that game is going to be 12-4 and four and the one seed, and whoever loses is going to be 11-5 and five and an way overqualified five seed that's wild isn't that crazy that is crazy um <coughs> so so with the afc it's pretty much locked in yeah you know baltimore like locked bills, up one yeah oh, i was gonna start with the the bills are getting the number one wild card spot automatically baltimore is locked up the one seed yeah got the patriots coming in uh because they defeated the bills this week so they're gonna get their spot yeah and then Kansas City and the Texans are going to round out the, the three and four seed there. Yeah. Um, like I said, Buffalo. And then the last spot, uh, as far as I know, there's like three or four teams. Yeah, it's there's some crazy so, things yeah, that could so happen. One, I want to start with the wildest one. i seen this right before we did this, according to Adam Schefter. Um, <clears throat> the... <laughs> The Oakland Raiders have a path to playoffs, Jackson. I right. That blows my mind. Yeah. So here's what has to happen next week. The Raiders have to beat the Broncos. That's a possibility. Yeah. The Ravens have to beat the Steelers. That I should happen. The only, the only thing <clears throat> I could think it may not happen is, is because uh, the Ravens are probably going to upset some people, I would assume. Or maybe play a half. or Yeah, they might, they might sit Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and the Steelers have a good defense, you know. But they just lost um, to the Jets. They did lose to the Jets, like sixteen to ten. Yeah. Um, or thirteen to ten, something like that. I loved it. I needed that to happen. The Texans beat the Titans. Here's my problem with that. So part of me thinks the Texans are going to play all their people because they want to win because they don't want to see the Titans in the playoffs. Right. Um. Especially after just playing them twice. The other part of me thinks that there's going to be some people out. Will Fuller got hurt in the game against Tampa Bay, and he mm -hmm. was out for the rest of the game with a groin injury. Um, I don't think they'll play him at all. They need to save him for the playoffs. Yeah. Sean Watson actually hurt his ankle in the middle of the game. He kept playing, but he kept messing with it and stuff. And They played so bad. The Houston Texans played so bad. They... They lost, or the Houston Texans won 23-20. to mm -hmm. And Tampa Bay literally had, like, five turnovers, or six. I think it was five. Yeah, it was an, an and, incredible amount of turnovers. Yeah, and the game literally came down. <coughs> it literally came down to Cameron Brake catching a three-yard pass that hit him in the hands. And he dropped it. And he dropped it. Um but and then after that the Colts have to beat the Jaguars. 
probably going to happen. So if those four things happen, the Raiders make it in as a playoff. That's not far out of the realm of possibility. Exactly. Although it's like like you expect the Raiders to beat the Bengals. <clears throat> yeah. You would expect the Ravens to beat the Steelers probably even I, with their backups. I would argue that the Texans are more likely to rest their people than the Ravens. I would too. Because the Ravens have a bye because they have a locked up one. They have a bye the next week. So they don't want their players to get too rusty. But the Texans have the playoffs the very next week, and they have to get guys rested right before the playoff game. Yeah, totally. I can see that. Yeah. And then, like, like <coughs> the Ravens beating the Steelers. And you can see the Texans beating the Titans. I can definitely see the Colts beating the Jaguars. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the first one and the last one are probably going to happen. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, the Ravens beat the Steelers, the Texans beat the Titans brand. That's, That's wild. Um, that is absolutely so insane. There's another scenario where okay. the Colts can make it in. I thought they were dead. There's there's four teams that can make it in. If the Colts, because I'm pretty sure the Colts won this week. They um, did. If the Colts win their game next week. Yeah, the beat the Titans Jaguars. lose, which could happen. <coughs> and the Steelers lose. Yeah. Then they make it, and I guess if the Raiders lose too. Okay, yeah, because they would. They, I was gonna say because like, if the Raiders if win, Lux, but the Colts if also. The Steelers lose, then and the Colts win, then yeah. So the okay. Raiders have to lose. The Steelers have to lose. The Titans have to lose. And then they gotta win. And they gotta win, and they're in. That's not out of the realm of possibility either. Exactly. Um, <coughs> and then you've got the Steelers. Who, if they win their game, yeah, and the Titans lose their game, then they're in. Yeah, and Baltimore could be arresting people. And then you've got the Titans, who we're we're win and we're in. We're the most likely scenario. Yeah, you control your own destiny. Exactly. Well, wonder and, what that and, feels like. You knew what it felt like four hours ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we choked. Oh my um, god. So yeah, so that's how that's how the AFC playoff picture is kind of rounding out, and I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped for it because you know I mean, I feel like you can't you can't ask for anything other than your team to have a chance to make the playoffs at the end of every year. Yeah. Hey, guess what though? The Tennessee Titans we're going to win this week. We're going to end nine and seven for the fourth year in a row. Eight and eight, coach clap. <laughs> it's, it's bad, bro. We're either like twelve and four or eight and eight. There's oh. no in between. Well, look. Since we we talked about our teams a little bit here, let's get on to the hometown hero section. I'm gonna go <coughs> first this week. Okay. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, Learn me something. Collect your thoughts <clears throat> and whatnot. So I just talked about how the Titans can make the playoffs and stuff. Yeah. Um, but when you talk about the game this week, and Jackson, me and you will talk a little bit about the game because I know we both got to watch it. But real yes. quick, I just want to say my likes and dislikes for this game. Um, so I'll start with the negativity. All right, the dislike. No, 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 no. I'm going to start with the like. Oh, okay, switching up on us. One of the dislikes is going to connect to what me and you are going to talk about. Just a little bit. I just want to touch on it a little Um, So number one in the likes, we were able to score without Derrick Henry. Yeah. I was really worried. I was really worried about that. Seventh to play action. Yeah. Um. I mean, Deion Lewis, he might have had 100 yards. If he didn't, he was close. And then Dalen Dawkins came up off the practice squad, nephew to Ryan Dawkins. Yo, I texted Lucas, middle of the game, and I said, Lucas, who is this Dalen Dawkins kid? He's nasty. And then, then, then Lucas said, bro, he's nephew to Brian Dawkins, came up off the practice squad. I was like, this dude's got so quick feet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So, uh, you know. I gotta, I gotta love the fact that the offense works without Derrick Henry because I was really worried about. It. The next thing, uh, next thing I liked was that like, no matter what happened throughout the game, all the negative, negative stuff that happened and everything, we yeah. were playing the New Orleans Saints, and who I think are going to win the Super Bowl this year. I think so. And with three minutes left in the game, we put <coughs> ourselves in a position to win. Yeah. Down by three points. You know, we'll talk about that. Uh, the last thing I liked was that we were able to get pressure. You know, one of my dislikes last week was we couldn't get pressure on the quarterback. 
um, this week we snapped their streak of like snaps without uh without sack. sack. Yeah, it was like a hundred and something or two hundred something. It was something, it was something wild. Yeah, like the Saints are like the least sacked team in the league. We got to them like three or four times, I think, which is a pretty big yeah. deal against Drew Brees. It's huge. Um, yeah, and so on to my dislike. Number one, the offense stalled in the middle of the game. We start off first quarter fourteen nothing. Yeah. We go up fourteen nothing on them. All of a sudden, we got five or six punts in a row. Throughout the second and third quarter, we punt the ball like six times in a row. The offense could not do anything. It was just terrible. I, I didn't I didn't know what happened. It made no sense. Yeah. Um, the second thing I didn't like is that Tannehill held the ball way too long. Like I know he's trying to make plays because we got to make plays to beat a team like this, but he took three or four sacks probably where he just sat there in the pocket and held the ball for way too long. He yeah, he just didn't need yeah. to take those. Yeah, I understand he's trying to make a play, but you got to throw it away or something, you know. Um, and then the last thing I didn't like, Mr. Jackson, is that the refs blew the game. We were talking about that at the end. The refs blew the game. Um, they they missed a call that took the game out of the players' hands, I believe, and put it in their hands. And they essentially their their lack of making a call, their decision making, yeah, won the game for the Saints. It was over then. We were out of timeouts, everything. So. For those that don't know, <clears throat> if you would like to pause this and go to my Twitter at Lego My Echo, okay, <laughs> or go to any Tennessee Titans fan Twitter, or go to maybe Jackson's Twitter at Jackson at Jackson Wallace with two Ks. Yeah, yeah, weirdo two Ks. Two um, K. You should definitely go look. There's all kinds of NFL analysts and stuff that I've seen that have posted this on Twitter and everything. So what happened is, like I said, there's like three minutes left. We don't have any timeouts. We're trying to drive down the field and score. We're down by three. And we throw a bomb to Khalif Raymond. Who yeah, it was like a 30-, yeah. 40-yard catch. Yeah, catches the ball, gets us on into New Orleans territory, like on their side of the field. Yeah. And uh, he takes like three steps. It was a catch. I agree with mm-hmm. that part. And then he gets his head, like, destroyed. Like, he gets ripped off. Yeah. Shoulder to head. Shoulder, like, right to his temple. Whole body went limp. His legs folded. And he dropped the ball. He fumbled. As any person would, getting hit like that. Who literally got knocked out. So, as our player is laying dead on the field, and he's just limp. He wasn't really dead, but he's literally not moving. The New Orleans Saints pick up the ball and run, almost run it all the way back. And normally we've talked about this, about how the refs will, if someone gets hurt, and even if it's a clean hit, yeah, if someone gets hit and it knocks them out, they call a flag on them. Yeah, they call it targeting. Right. Or unnecessary roughness, some something. Right. Well, they didn't do nothing here. Literally did not do anything. This man is knocked out. Not He's only on the field, I want to support you here. Not only was it a no call, a blatant no call. The even the analyst and the people that were watching the game and calling the game, they didn't even say anything about it. They would no say, "Oh, well, that was a crazy hit." They were like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yep, that's three steps. Oh, yeah, that 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 definitely was a fumble. Look at that. Yeah. The ball's coming out. No one said anything about. And this dude led with his shoulder right into the right into like this guy's temple or the crown of the helmet. And by definition, that's that's targeting. It's a blatant no call. Yeah, like could have killed the dude. Honestly, like it yeah, was, it was could have snapped his neck, um, knocked him unconscious. And no one talked about it or anything. So like I was like I thought I was maybe overreacting at first, but then I get on you know I get on Twitter and stuff and I see verified analysts yeah. that are talking about this and that are just like what a what a stupid thing like this is the NFL where we prioritize player safety more than anything else in the world right now and they yeah they they've been really especially like um, hammering down on that this year. Yeah. And so it just it just blows my mind. It just it literally blows my mind. I th- the yeah. refs were terrible today. Literally 
everywhere they were bad today. But yeah. that was just amazing. I don't know what it is about the Saints. They get terrible refs. Terrible. For real. I um I think those kind of <clears throat> I think targeting should be reviewable just like pass interferences. So apparently so Mike they asked our coach Mike Vrabel about it after the game. Yeah. What do you say? He says he says that the NFL reviews those plays. That that play was reviewed because it was a turnover. So it was reviewed. So they yeah. looked at the whole play. Yeah. And and he said that he said they didn't call it since they didn't call targeting or anything there. Can't it's fine. Can they in a replay call targeting? That's the way I I understood it. I would he think said, they because because they asked him about it and he was like, did I think it was a bad hit? Did I think there should have been a penalty? Yes. But they looked at it and obviously they didn't. And then you just have to live with that. And I'm just like. Dude, yeah, throw up your hands and disbelieve. I I did too. <coughs> yeah, that was de- it was definitely targeting. That that's rough. But uh, we'll we'll get on to you now, Mr. Jackson. I'm done. All right. <coughs> I'm no, not wait, sure. Wait, 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 wait. I just want yeah. To, the reason I'm done is because the Titans are in a win and end situation. We can still make the playoffs, and that can matter in the first place. But you can, and so. I will preface what I'm about to say with that fact that. There is still hope for my Dallas Cowboys team. The scenario in which we make in the playoffs is quite simple. If we beat the Washington Redskins and the Philadelphia Eagles lose to the New York Giants, we are in. We would have a better division record and a better conference record. Even though we each have one game over each other, that would put us over the top and into the playoffs. It's very straightforward, very simple. Whether it will happen or not, we'll find out next week. I'm currently not too optimistic, but Kurt, but uh, Curtis, but Lucas is giving me some good energy vibes over here, so I'm feeling it. All right. I, I like I like Curtis. I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. You should. You should. All right. Getting into my dislikes. There's plenty. <coughs> Number one. We had six dropped passes by our wide receivers and tight end. Chalk it up, dog. Six. Jason Witten, the goat himself, dropped one. Michael Gallup dropped two. Cooper dropped two. And I believe uh, Cobb dropped one. Everybody dropped a ball this week. It was bad. <coughs> Very bad. So, three or four of those would have been for first downs. So six drop passes, that's a, that's a problem. Number two, I'm very concerned about Dak's shoulder. I feel like this is one of those things in the season where – it's being covered up by shots and painkillers. And at the end of the season, when the playoffs are over with, he's going to have an MRI or have to have surgery because it was really serious during the season. And then it's going to be used as a semi scapegoat for why they didn't do as well. I've seen a million of those um, throughout me watching the NFL during my years. Someone gets hurt during the season. They kind of play it off because they want him to be able to play, and it ends up being way more serious than, than it uh, was first thought about. So I really am concerned about his shoulder. I won't be concerned about it if they come out and say after the season, yeah, he actually is fine. That's the only way where I'm going to feel okay about it. Um, he missed a couple of wide-open guys. I know they dropped six passes, but he also missed three or four wide-open routes that would have caused – would have enabled first downs. Uh, number three, Zeke could not get going. He had 47 yards and no scores. Uh, he started to come alive a little bit towards the second half. Um, had a couple 10-yard runs, but didn't do anything too impressive. Uh, <coughs> he struggled against Philly, and that concerns me because typically against Philly, he's averaging right around 141 yards a game. Um, but this time he had 100, about right around 100 yards less than that. So something's going on. Our offensive line's also banged up. Uh, Connor Williams went out for the game. We also had a backup left guard go out for the game. So we had our backup center playing left guard. Um, That definitely did not help. So I'm I'm worried about the offensive line going into week 17. Um, Quick note on the entry report. Leighton Vander Esch is supposed to have an MRI tomorrow. As we're recording this Sunday, he's supposed to have MRI Monday. We will have gotten those reports by the time this episode airs. But 
Um, he came into the league with a pretty bad neck issue, um, and he got hit in the middle of the season right in that same spot where he's been having kind of that, that neck pain. Um, so he's having an MRI. We'll see how that goes. He could either be shut down for the rest of the season, which is probably what they're going to do, or he'll be good to go for our last game. So that'll be a um, something to keep an eye on as well. Um, our, my final thing that I dislike, we lost to practice squad players. Literally, the Eagles are on their fourth best cornerback uh, other than Michael Jenkins, Malcolm Jenkins, who was uh, on Mari Cooper the entire night. But <clears throat> they're on their fourth best corner. They're on, like, their fourth running back. They're on their sixth wide receiver. Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson out. Darren Sproles out. Uh, Jordan Howard out. Um, uh, gosh, I think they had two or three defensive players out. Um the list goes on and on with how banged up they were. And they had to bring players on the practice squad to fill out their 53-man roster to, for, to have an NFL game. And that's who we just lost to. Um, keep in mind that this Philadelphia Eagles team lost just the other week to Miami. And I've said this multiple times. Well, for a kicker to punter, touchdown reception to end the game. Um, we lost to that. So it ain't looking too pretty over here, man. It ain't looking too pretty. But like I said, to preface this, we still control our own destiny. Did not look good against the Philadelphia Eagles at all. We continue to struggle on the road. You but, do sound pretty depressed, Jackson. <coughs> I told you, man. It's going to be part depression pod. But no, it's, it's okay. It's okay. We're going to spice it up here in a second. It's all good. We're we're. At the end of the day, we're going to end up with a new coach and a new culture, and hopefully that kind of re-energizes the team. That's what I'm going for. Well, I'm going to try to re-energize you a little bit here. It is time for Take It or Leave It. Oh, yes. This is my favorite. I love Take It or Leave It. So for anyone that doesn't know, Take It or Leave It is a segment we do kind of towards the end after we do our main topics we talk about. Yeah. We do this every week. most of the time it's me. Jackson did it last week. We're going back to me this week. I asked Jackson, like, anywhere from five to, like, seven things or whatever. And I say, take it or leave it. Give him a scenario, and we talk about it real quick. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So take it or leave it, Mr. Jackson. It was past time for Darren Sproles to retire. Because he's, he's going to retire at the end of this year. Yeah. You know, he's been banged up an awful lot this year, and that makes me lean to say, take it. Um, If his body just couldn't take it anymore, and the physical abuse is just too much. A running back, in general, if you have a good one, lasts about 10 years. 10 years if you have a really good running back. He's been going for 15. I remember when he was playing in San Diego next to LaDainian Tomlinson, doing the stuff that he's been doing now. Also had a good career with the New Orleans Saints incredibly elusive player, incredibly underrated. I'm going to say take it, though, because if he's been out for the majority of this year, which he has, that tells me maybe he pushed it one year too far. Right, right. <clears throat> I'm also going to take it. I agree with you. Um. So next up, take it or leave it, Mr. Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Breeze will retire at the end of this year. That is an, a scenario – in which welcome back that is a scenario in which it depends on if they win a super bowl i think if they win the super bowl as you predicted at the beginning of the year and as i have also jumped on that bandwagon with we've been talking about that for a long time if they do win i think he's done i think he's done pretty much everything he can do in his career he will have had one two super bowls he leads the league in every passing category Uh, In terms of records, he's an automatic first bout Hall of Famer, even if he doesn't win another ring. Um, Time to move on. I feel like the Saints, especially if they win this year, there's going to be some extra pressure on Breeze. And they'll never do it to his face, but it'll be kind of in passing like, all right, Bridgewater's on his contract year. You just won right off into the sunset, kind of like Ray Lewis, and just retire. If he doesn't win, I think he plays another two years. But I think if he wins, he's done. Yeah, two. I think he plays two more if he doesn't win. I can say that. I pretty much agree with you. Um, 
if he wins, I think he'll go out. Um, if he doesn't, I can see two years, or maybe even just I can see one more year. But like he's been really two max, good. yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's getting to be about that time. I don't um, think he's going to push twenty years like Brady. So, take it or leave it. Tom Brady will end up in the end. He will end up being the better quarterback. He'll be the goat quarterback, right? Uh huh. But Breeze will hold all of the records over him. Yeah, take it. Um, obviously, Brady is going to have more rings than Breeze. Other, if unless Breeze plays five more years and catches up, um, which I doubt. That would be insane. Um, and Brady's been he he he's been on a great team for so long. It's eleven straight division titles. This this entire decade, he's he's won the AFC East. I, I can't remember a single time in any major sports history where one team has dominated their division for so long. Yeah. Um, I'd have to go way back to like the Yankees in the 50s or something to even get close, I think. So um, him and Belichick have had an incredible career. Brady is a GOAT. Um, even though Brees is going to have the records, I feel like you got to put the nod towards Brady in terms of having a better quarterback career even though the stats right. don't match up. And he's um, number two or three in all of them anyway. Like, he's right up there. I'm, I'm going to leave it okay. because I do think the Saints win the Super Bowl this year, and I think Breeze ends it. And yeah. I think Brady plays another two years. Really? Yeah. Um, And so I can see, you know, like they're kind of neck and neck in some stuff. If, Bree, if Brady goes to another team next year – um. And they got some actual weapons around him and stuff. I'm I'm just gonna leave it because I can't definitively say it won't happen. But like, part of me wants to also take it because it's like, he I th- probably won't be able to pass him up on some of that stuff. Yeah, Obviously he won't pass him on all of it. But there's some of the stuff like the one that he just hit the other night, the touchdown the one. Still kind of there. Yeah, if he plays if two more add, years. You add the postseason. Sorry. Um, yeah. If you add the postseason and stuff, I've seen that Brady is, is ahead of, of Breeze. Yeah, by far and away. Yeah. But uh, um, just strictly speaking, regular season, I'm kind of torn. So I'm going to leave it just because I'm torn. Okay, yeah. And, you know, it's very possible that, that Brady could pass him up again. But given that scenario, if Breeze has all the stats, but Brady and they both end their careers. Who am I going to lean more towards as being, quote, the GOAT? Brady. Oh, Brady's GOAT no matter what. I don't – either yeah. way, he's the GOAT. Okay. It doesn't matter. He's already slated as a GOAT. Yeah. Um, Maybe I misunderstood your question. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Okay. Well, it's it was kind of both. It was kind of two things. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um. So, take or leave it. What's up? So, some footage has come out of Odell being mad today. Yeah. And getting up in his coach's face and stuff, and like he was yelling about some stuff. He, he didn't look like he was necessarily like yelling at the coach, but like he was mad about something that was going on. Um, yeah. And so, take it or leave it, OBJ is actually the bigger problem with the Browns. Leave than it. And Freddie Kitchens is. Leave it. I think Freddie Kitchens is in over his head. I feel like he was a really good position coach slash coordinator. Um, he's or position coach. He skipped a level and went straight to the head coaching job, and just just simply wasn't right for it yet. <clears throat> That's not to say he couldn't one day be a really good head coach, or that he's not a nice guy, or that he doesn't mean well. I just feel like it happened for him too quick and too fast. Um, but I would put more of the blame on him and his. And the players, I think the players' lack of discipline and penalties and the culture within Cleveland and all the hype that was going into it this year um, and them not being able to deliver deliver on that, I put that more on the coach than I do on a single player. Right. Than OBJ. Um, I do think OBJ is the cancer on any team with. Well, yeah, he's Um, he's a wide receiver diva. Right, but um, I think it comes down to the head coach to be able to manage your players, and I think he's just – it's another aspect of the game that he's not been good at in terms of being a head coach. Yeah, I think so. Um, last one. 
for the boys right here, for your boys. The boys! Um, take it or leave it, Garrett will be fired the moment that the game ends Sunday. Okay. Well, here's the thing. If we win, uh, this is happening simultaneously, the New York game and the Philly game, and our games happen at the same time. If we win and Philly loses, then Garrett's going to keep his job for the playoffs. If we win or lose, if, if we if we make the playoffs, he's going to keep his job through the playoffs. If we lose, then I think he's fired within 48 hours after. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to leave it because I think y'all are going to make the playoffs. I appreciate that. Also, I think since Garrett is his pal – his buddy mm-hmm. to make it look better. He's gonna he wait. Just won't resign him. He just won't resign. He'll just let him explore other opportunities. He won't fire him. You're That's probably right. Point. You're probably right. They'll just move on. Effect, but we're we're going to have a new coach next season. Well, I think I, I think feel like that's. Like, sorry, I didn't mean to hit my mic. Um, I think he needs to come out and just be like, he needs to. He needs to come out and say something. He needs to be like, Jason Garrett is done. He will not be returning as a Cowboy head coach next yeah, year. Yeah, some kind of statement like that needs to be said. Other than we're just not re-signing him. You need to say something like, we will be moving on. And you could say it in whatever language you want. But you need to say a statement needs to be made saying we're searching for a new head coach. Totally. I, I completely agree with you. Whether that's they don't re-sign him, whether they, he, he fires him and there's a statement. Whatever, I don't care. We just need a new head coach. Right. I don't care how he does Whatever it. Happened. Yeah. Uh, so that's it for Take It or Leave It. I love All Take right. It or Leave It. It always brings you right back. Um, we got to get on into the recap from the games that we had picked. Um, so the Bills lost to the Patriots. The Rams lost to the 49ers. <coughs> the Cowboys regretfully lost to the Eagles. Yep. The Saints beat the Titans because they paid the refs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The Chiefs defeated the Bears, and the Houston Texans beat Tampa Bay, although for some reason I have it marked that Tampa won. (laughs) No, Houston won that one. Uh, Also, shout-out to Michael Thomas on breaking the single-season reception record. It shouldn't have happened. He shouldn't have had that chance to do it. He got it on the last drive after the hit. It was stupid. He did. He did. I was just throwing that out there. He's ugly. Okay. Um, so the record's now Jackson. <laughs> He's ugly. <laughs> um, so you are sixty-seven and forty-five. Let's go. I am sixty-one and fifty-one. This week did not bode well. I went two and five, two and four. Yeah, I yeah. went two and four, and you went six and five and one. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, we didn't count the Green Bay Minnesota game because we were recording this late Sunday, and that game hasn't happened yet. But I hang my hat in. My only game I got wrong was my boys. That's all right, though. Yeah, I <coughs> the, the Houston game, I literally lost by three. Titans-Saints game, got cheated. Yeah. SMH. Um, so, anyways, let's get into our picks. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who, who, we got th- who we got this uh, week? First up, starting with the college football playoffs, you have Oklahoma and LSU. I am taking the Tigers. Go Tigers! I am also going to go LSU. For anyone that can hear my dog barking outside, I am super sorry. I can't hear it. I think you're okay. That's good. Um, all right, Clemson and Ohio State. I'm going to take Ohio State. I thought they could hit that switch. I'm also going to take Ohio State. Um, I think Clemson is good, but honestly, I don't think they belong in the top four. I understand why they're there. They yeah. should be where they're at right now, but I don't think at the end of the day they are the top four team. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, maybe it'll be a closer game to, than we maybe it'll be a closer game than we think. It'll it'll be a good game. It might be close. You know, it'll be close. At times at least. <laughs> uh going into the NFL we have the Titans at the Texans. Alright, I am going to take your Titans. I told you they would split the series they lost the last one. They're going to win this one. I'm taking Tennessee. And I say they I like make the, the playoffs. Uh, I'm also going the Titans. I think they'll win. 
uh, especially if the Texans are resting, people will definitely win. For sure. Um, Redskins at the Cowboys. I got to take my boys. We better not lose to the Redskins, man. <laughs> we better not lose to the Redskins. Oh, my no. gosh. Uh, I'm also going to take the Redskins. Or the Cowboys, sorry. Ooh, that was spooky. Uh, I'm also going to take the Cowboys just because I feel like the Redskins are terrible. Yeah, they're pretty bad. bad. The Cowboys are bad, but, like, the Redskins are real bad. Yeah. Although it would Um, be in Cowboy fashion for Philly to lose and us to choke against Washington. Oh, 100%. Can you imagine I wouldn't be able to watch first take for two weeks with Stephen A? No, he's already going to be unbearable. (coughs) Yep, it's going to be bad. I'm going to love it, actually. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to do his cowboy hat dance with his cigar. 49ers at the Seahawks. Oh, I've been wrestling with this game. Because here's the thing. Earlier on this year, I would have picked Seattle. But for some reason, they've struggled over the past month. And I don't know what it is or what's going on. I mean, they just lost to Arizona. They're in Seattle, and that's an incredibly hard place to play. But I'm taking San Francisco. I'm also taking San Francisco. Russell Wilson has not looked the same this month. I don't know what it is. I don't know if somebody's hurt. I don't know if something's going on with the offensive line. I don't know if it's a loss of Josh Gordon. What's going on? But something's happening. And over the past month, he has, he has dipped down significantly. Yeah. Um, I think the 49ers haven't been playing as good lately either. They haven't. And I, I don't but see either one of them making it to the Super Bowl. I don't I don't think so either. No. Um, probably an NFC Championship berth, but I think New Orleans beats them. But I think San Francisco is more talented, and they've proven to me they can go on the road and win big-time games this year. Um, so I, I'm taking San Francisco because of that. Uh, Steelers at the Ravens. Big playoff implications for the Titans. Yeah, now this is kind of tricky. Because do Baltimore rest their guys? Um, because obviously they locked up the number one seed. They don't want to have Lamar Jackson get hurt on a freak accident. But at the same time, you don't want your guys to get too rusty because you do have a bye the week after because you locked up that number one. I still think even with the backups, the Steelers are also playing with pretty with backups, and they just lost to the Jets. And I think RG3 can take them to a win. Without Lamar Jackson, so I'm going to take Baltimore, even with backups. Yeah, I'm also going with the Ravens. <coughs> if the Steelers wouldn't have lost to the Jets today, then I would definitely be voting for the Steelers right now just because yeah. I would need it, and I would be following my heart and not my brain. Right now I'm following my brain, and I think the Ravens beat the Steelers. The Steelers are bad. They don't have a quarterback. They're bad. Yep. Also, James Conner got hurt in this game again. Again. Again, man. Again. Uh, last game, Eagles at the Giants. Big playoff implications oh, for the boys. I know who I want to pick. And you know what? I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go with my heart. I'm picking New York, the Giants. Saquon, I I put my faith in you, sir. Bro, so we are the same <coughs> pick on every game this week. Are we really? Are you taking the Giants? I am taking the Giants. Wow. Um, Copycat. I don't think the Eagles should have won today. I think the Eagles are bad. I think that whole division's bad. I just think the Eagles are just real bad. They went to overtime last time they played, so. With a healthy Barkley and a healthy Daniel Jones, I like the odds. I'll take it. We're not out of of it yet. There's still hope, Mr. Lucas. I think you can do it, buddy. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to do my best over here on the sidelines, cheering, screaming at my TV. Have hope. Or hope. <laughs> yeah, man. I am ready. I'm ready for it. This was a um, good episode. It was. It was. I liked it. Uh, so just real quick. Very festive. Jackson both, everyone. Happy holidays. Hope you have a great time celebrating with your family. Uh, yes. Doing whatever you do, getting, giving gifts, both are exciting. Um, just getting to chill off from work, all that stuff. Hope everyone has a great week. Um, Absolutely. Football is obviously going to make the weekend amazing, even if your team loses, unless your team is 
the Titans or the Cowboys in your name <coughs> or Jackson because if those teams lose, we will have a hardcore depression pod. Absolutely. Um, lose, I will lose all reason to live Same. and operate as a normal human being of the society. So we'll start coming in um, pretty much looking like hobos. Hey, here's the thing, though. No matter what happens, we're getting into the nitty-gritty of the NFL season. We're getting into playoff time. We're getting into smash mouth. Yeah, smash mouth football. Okay? We only got – this is the last week before the playoffs start, and we get into the wild cards and the division rounds, and we get into all of it, baby. I am super excited for all of that. Albeit, I will be way more excited if my team does make it. Uh, to be honest, I am human. But uh, for us, for us, buddy, playoff started today. They did. Playoff as started as today. As soon as those games, as soon as those games ended, or I guess they're starting tomorrow for the teams. But like, if I'm <coughs> in, if I'm on the Titans, I'm watching film tonight. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and, and, and yeah, I I am uh, I am beyond ready for the rest of the NFL season. Uh, this podcast has been incredibly fun this year. This is our last, this is our last podcast of 2019, Mr. Lucas. Is it really? Is it really the last episode? It is. I it? think it is. Because this will come out on the 26th. Yes. So our next episode won't be until January 2nd when we start off the new year with a bang. Well, that's okay. Because we'll we'll have it's the end of the episode. decade. Yeah. Ain't uh, that wild? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that is wild. Um, that's crazy, man. But yeah, it's been a great time. We look forward to to having another holiday special with the next one with the new year <coughs> it'll be it'll, it'll, it'll be festive with us. it'll be right. great we will be partaking in the most festivious of the festive festivities most festivious of the festive festivities that is correct mr <laughs> lucas even though that is That's a bad it. a bad on that folks you guys know where to find us where all podcasts can be heard all yes right? Be sure to watch it on YouTube. Our videos are awesome. We love seeing. And it's festive. We got Santa hats. Exactly. Festive festivities. Festive festivities of the festive varieties. All right. True. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere that you can listen to a podcast. We are there. We're in there like swimwear, baby. All right. That's right. Cockroaches and all the cracks. All All of them. Can't get us out. Thank you very much. We love you, bye. We love you, bye.